Welcome to the Keep Texas Red podcast, where we discuss the importance of true conservative values. Follow us on KeepTexasRed.org. And now, here's your host, campaign strategist and political commentator, Joseph Vargas. Our guest today was born in Venezuela. Uh, she did come to America before it turned socialist, but through her eyes of her family, she sees many similarities in what's going on with the United States currently and what happened in Venezuela. Now, she's also a singer and a recording artist. You can listen to her beautiful voice in the end of the film, Hillary's America. She now helps her husband, Dinesh D'Souza, produce his podcast and his numerous films. And their most recent films, 2000 Meals, is going to be featured in theater just right around the corner. So, we welcome to the Keep Texas Red podcast, Debbie D'Souza. Thank you, Joseph. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, we are so glad that you are here. Now, Debbie, first of all, tell us a little bit about what you are seeing right now happening here in the United States versus what you saw happen in Venezuela. Yeah. So, Joseph, let me let me just uh, give you a little bit of background. So my mother is actually Mexican-American from the Va- Rio Grande Valley. And my father was Venezuelan. I was born in Venezuela. So half of my family is still there in Venezuela. The other half is in the Rio Grande Valley. So, so my, my heart is in Texas because after coming from Venezuela when I was a child, I was about 10 years old, I grew up in the valley. So, um, but to, to answer your question about, about Venezuela, I've always been very political. I was a political science major in college. And I was really keeping an eye on on Venezuelan politics a lot, as well as American. But in about 2004, I started to see some some really disturbing trends in Venezuela, and that is election fraud. And um, of course, you know this is this is what steals a country from its soul. If, if people ask what happened in Venezuela, all I have to answer is election fraud. That's what happened in Venezuela. And that's why they went the way that they went. And um, in about, I, I want to say 2009, when Obama became president, I started seeing a lot of very disturbing similarities between the Democratic Party and the Venezuelan left the Socialist Party of Venezuela. Many of the same policies, many of the same you know, tactics were being done by the Venezuelan left and the Democrats. Uh, one of those was election fraud. And uh, let me back up to say that although this movie 2000 Mules is about the 2020 election, I wanna go on the record to say that the Democrats have been up to these shenanigans long before 2020. Um, in fact, I got involved with election fraud in 2010 uh, with a group called True the Vote. And uh, I was trained as a poll watcher, a bilingual poll watcher. And um, and so that's where the story began. So just wanted to kind of let your audience know about that connection. So you mentioned how voter fraud really had a a devastating effect on Venezuela, which leads us to your new film, which is 2000 Mules. So how long have you been working on this film, Debbie? Well, really, it's it's been kind of a quick, um, you know, a quick turnaround. Uh, it First of all, it takes it takes about six months to actually put a film together. But we had to do it really quick. Um, Catherine and Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips came to us last summer 
uh, because they um, they entered into something that is quite remarkable, and that is that they found um, some some issues with the 2020 election that nobody else had talked about. This was this was brand new information. Um, you know, we had heard about machines, we had heard about all kinds of things that had happened in the 2020 election. But we had not really put our finger on something that was tangible and provable until they came to us um, with, with with this information. And so, you know, quickly because Dinesh, you know, is a filmmaker, he thought that the best way to put all of this information in one place would be to make a movie about it, to make a documentary about it, because you know, just telling the media a little piece here and a little piece there, it wouldn't have as much momentum as having a movie with all of the information in it. So so that's how it happened. Now, Catherine and I go way back to 2010, as I told you, uh, she trained me as a poll watcher in Fort Bend County uh, here in Texas. Um, and, um, And so she's been fighting election fraud for 12 years now. So, so this group goes way, way back. And, uh, and Greg Phillips is a data guy. He's, he's been dealing with election integrity for many years, not just in, in America, but throughout the world. And so he was able to, to do something that, that nobody else had done. And, um, and when you see the movie, you're just going to be amazed at, at what they found. So Debbie, the title of the film is 2000 Mules. So what is a mule? So a mule is a person that traffics and and I'm not talking about like traffics, you know, humans or whatever. They traffic ballots. And so so Catherine Engelbrecht uh, named these people mules for lack of a better word. And uh, so these people called mules uh, trafficked ballots in the hundreds of thousands. And, um, and this film will show that and it will prove that. So Demi, how do you respond to people that may say, well, you know, ballot harvesting is legal in some states. So is this film about ballot harvesting or is there something beyond that that we're going to see in 2000 Mules? Right. So ballot harvesting is quite different than ballot trafficking. Ballot trafficking is actually getting paid to to traffic multiple ballots uh, across different tra- uh, um, uh, what are they say? They're called um, ballot boxes, you know. Um, and and they were tra- they were tracked going to many 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 multiple box drop boxes throughout the the, the county because, um, for example, in Fulton County. There was, you know, one particular trafficker, you know, mule that went to like 20 plus drop boxes in one evening and with multiple ballots. And you could see some of the because we don't have video for every single mule that that they got. Unfortunately, there were some counties that either neglected to turn on their their um, um, cameras or on purpose didn't turn on their cameras. So we don't have that, but we have what's called geo-tracking. And that is, you know how you, when you go to CVS or the Apple store, they know you're there. They, they're geo-tracking you on your phone. 
So, so Greg and Catherine were able to buy that data. And so they were able to track all of these mules to go, going to multiple drop boxes, multiple locations, multiple days. And um, they were able to see where they deposited those, those ballots. Um, I mean, it was just, it was incredible. And because they have some video evidence, they were able to cross pollinate the video evidence with the geo tracking. So that's how they knew that that particular person did that. And, and so, so that's how that, that was done. And to your question about the harvesting, there are some states like California uh, that, that allow you to collect ballots from people and go deposit them in a, in a drop box. But at, in no way, shape or form can they pay you to do that. And that is exactly what these people got. They got payment for this. And in fact, in many of the videos, and we, I don't want to give away too much, but in many of the videos, they were seen taking photos of the Dropbox so that they could collect their money. So is it safe to say that in this film, we're not just going to see legal ballot harvesting? No, we're actually going to see illegal ballot trafficking going on? Yeah, you're not going to see you're not going to see legal anything. Everything that you see in this movie is illegal. <laughs> so, absolutely. Absolutely. So now Debbie, what is the purpose or what would you like to see happen from this film? What is the outcome you'd like to see? Would you like to start a conversation on election integrity? Did you want to maybe have the other uh legislatures actually take action? Would you like to see these meals prosecuted? What is the outcome that you would like to see from this film? Well, I want to see all of the above, everything you mentioned. Uh, first of all, the, the mules themselves, um, you know, they were doing it for money. Many of them, I'm, I'm not even sure they realized what they were doing was an actual crime, to be honest. And it's really, it's sad to say that, that we have people in this country that don't understand elections or election process uh, or any, any of the things involved with elections. But those people were paid by somebody. So I want to see that somebody get prosecuted for doing what they did because they knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. And if, if you know, um, you know, Zuckerberg, um, owner of Facebook, right? He bought approximately, um, I guess it was like $400,000 that he put into, into the drop boxes to, to make sure that all the cities had drop boxes in, especially in the poorer areas, which is where most of this trafficking happened. And, um, and he did it with a caveat. In other words, they had to do it a certain way. So in, in a kind of a strange way, he was part of it. So, so none of this could have happened without all those drop boxes being built into these, into these locations. So, I mean, people like him, uh, there are other organizations that I'm not going to name because um, they are actually being sued right now. So I'm not, I don't want to name them, but there are some big mules out there, you know, that, um, well, actually I would call them the kingpins who, who hired these mules and they absolutely need to be, get prosecuted for what they did. Um, of course, election integrity has always been, you know, my baby. I, I, that is, I, I love that. I love having very uh, secure elections because I know that that is the only way that we will not become Venezuela. So, so that it's very important to have that. 
That being said, our, our own politicians, our own Republican politicians need to support this and, and they need to go, you know, full, full hog on it because it's, it's important. The Democrats, if you recall, you know, the, the, the Texas legislators that, that flew to DC because they didn't want to vote on the voter integrity. Why do you think they don't want to vote on this kind of stuff? Because you know why? Because they know that this is the only way they can win. So of course they don't want to have election integrity. And, and then they turn around and they call you a racist if you if you say that you want to you know have an id or or whatever right and um and to be honest they they took full advantage of covid and the covid pandemic in order to make people vote by mail because essentially that's what opened up the floodgates that's why we had so many vote in you know vote by mail because of that um also you know some of those ballots could have been illegal uh, because of, uh, well, they were all illegal be when they were trafficked. That It made them illegal that way. But, you know, if a person moves to another state and they vote in this state and that state, they, they can't do that. So voter rolls need to be cleaned up. They need Every county in America needs to make sure that the voter rolls are are filled with people that live in that county and that they're not voting in any other county in America. So that's important as well. Um, the other thing that's important is if we are going to have ballot drop boxes, as we did in this election, there should be a 24-hour online surveillance of that box so that everyone in America can watch these boxes whenever they want Right. And they can see who's who's depositing, what, what they're doing. And so it's all out in the open. There is no shenanigans being pulled on anybody. Uh, and that needs to happen. Of course, a lot of these states are run by Democrats and they don't want to do it. And, and you ask yourself, why on earth would you not want to have voter integrity? Why? Um, well, as I mentioned before, if you want cheating to happen, that's why. So, Debbie, why do you think there's been no law enforcement or any type of government agency that's looked into this? You know, that is the that is the million dollar question. Um, I, I know that Catherine and Greg have gone to the authorities. I know that in some of the in some of the states, the five key states where where this was tracked, uh, some of those counties are looking into this. Uh, some of them are wanting to prosecute, but not all of them. And um, maybe after this movie comes out, um, it, it will change that. At least that's we're, we're hoping that it moves the needle in that direction. So you also mentioned Catherine and Greg were part of True the Vote, which is the organization did a lot of the research for this film. Is that correct? Yeah. The, so basically all of the, the research conducted with the geo tracking, with the mules, with the cameras, that was all part of True the Vote. Yes. So tell us about True the Vote and why are they a credible source of research? Right. Well, as I told you, um, Catherine has been doing um, voter integrity for 12 years, 12 plus years. Uh, she trained me in 2010 um, and they've been, you know, it's really kind of sad because uh, when they look into election fraud, and they've been doing this, as I've mentioned, for 12 years, 
Um, they're always being sued by some organization that doesn't want them to expose the truth. And so for 12 years, they fight this day in, day out. Um, and when they came up with this idea, um, you know, Greg Phillips is the, he, he bought the data. Uh, there are companies out there that sell this kind of geotracking data. And, uh, and so he purchased this data and they specifically wanted to do this so that they could prove fraud because there's a, there, you know, people like I, like I told you before, in fact, I have a friend, a politician friend from Venezuela that said, Debbie, you know, in Venezuela, the elections were rigged via the machines. She's like, but you're never going to be able to prove it. It's very difficult to prove. Uh, there may have been people that said, yes, we can prove it, but it's very difficult to prove. So Greg and Catherine kind of steered away from that. And they're like, you know, we just want to prove good old fashioned cheating. You know, how do we prove that? How do we tell people that, that this person has been to 24 drop boxes? How do we do that? So as I told you, they use their phone tracking in order to know. And now phone tracking is very specific. I mean, they can track you all the way into a store. They know you are inside that store within feet, right? So geotracking is way, way more advanced now than it ever has been. And, and Greg Phillips knew this. And this is why they, they bought this data. And this is why they came to us with it. So, Debbie, what are your response be to people that say, you know what, Debbie, you're getting into very dangerous territory. Um, even some elected officials may tell you we don't want to be labeled uh, anti, you know, uh, election results or, you know, maybe they don't want to stir any trouble. And they're saying that you're actually stirring or opening a can of worms. What is your response to these people, whether they be citizens or elected officials? Yeah, well, you know what? We are actually opening up a good can of worms. And I say that because. The problem is if we just because people don't talk about it, if we ignore it, it's not going to go away. And I will tell you this with 100 percent certainty that if we don't fix our elections, if we if we look the other way, we will become Venezuela. And I give it 10 years for that. To, to happen if if we continue to allow things like this to happen and if we continue to let the 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 left the democrats you know call us all kinds of names racist whatever you know i'm latina i i i don't care if i'm called a racist i'm not a racist um in fact i kind of i kind of think that that when they say that I'm too stupid to go get a voter ID, I think they're being a little condescending and they're the racist, not, not me, right? Because for, for us to have a, a country that is a true democratic republic, we cannot allow this kind of third world tactic, you know, mafioso type style, uh, you know, happen in our election process. We just cannot allow it. And so, so yeah, I, I tell these politicians, I don't want my country to be like the, my birth country. I won't, I, I, if I live another day, I'm going to fight this with all of my being because I will not sit here and allow this to happen like it happened in Venezuela. Now, Debbie, have you and, um, given any thought to the idea that 
probably as soon as a film comes out, y'all are going to be probably attacked by the leftist media. They're probably going to try to attack your credibility. Uh, probably may start trying to discredit anything with the GPS tracking. They're probably going to discredit maybe the amount of meals in there, or they may even try to turn this around to the areas where you monitor to say, even that it could be like you mentioned, anything they disagree with, they call racist. So are you all prepared to counter these accusations as soon as a film is out? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we welcome the geo-tracking, um, you know, attack because that is how they found Osama bin Laden. That is how they even found some of the January 6th protesters. So they use geo-tracking all the time. In fact, law enforcement has used geo-tracking uh, to find perpetrators of murders and crimes. So, so the geo, they can't attack the geo-tracking. That, you know, and, and Catherine and Greg have said that they're going to unleash everything after the movie. Um, and so, so they're, you know, we're going to be very transparent with, with all this information. Um, they can attack all they want, but, um, you know, the one thing that they're going to have to answer for is why did they cheat and why are they censoring us when we talk about the cheating? So Debbie, without spoiling the film, what can, uh, viewers expect to see when they go watch 2000 Mules? Well, they're going to see everything. They're going to see the how, you know, Catherine and Greg came. We, we actually do a recreation, Dinesh and I, in our home. And uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to kind of, from the very beginning, talk about how Catherine and Greg came to us with all this information. We're going to put it all together into a narrative. Um, we also involve the, uh, several of the, of the Salem, Salem media hosts. Uh, we show them, we talk about, you know, what they think about election fraud at the beginning. And so it's all, it all flows really beautifully into a narrative. And at the end of the movie, they all kind of weigh in after they see all the evidence. And, and Dinesh beautifully lays out the scenarios of, of what difference would it have made if, if this had not happened with all of the electoral votes in all the five key swing states. And so, so people are going to be shocked. They're probably going to be very, very angry that we let this happen. But at the end of it, I hope that, that people will, will they, they'll maybe stay a little bit more informed and a little more on top of these issues because a lot of times people, you know, they work, uh, you know, they deal with their children. They, they're, they're too tired to, to really care about elections. Uh, the other thing that, that I don't want to happen is that people will then say, you know what, if they cheat, then why should I go vote? What difference is it going to make my vote if they're going to cheat, right? Well, I say to that, that is what the Venezuelans said after the elections were stolen there. And then look what happened. So we can't allow that to happen. Um, but again, um, it's, it's a movie that has a, a narrative that, I mean, it's going to blow your mind. It did Trump's. In fact, Trump, we, we showed it to Trump. Um, he loves it. But, but I will make it very clear. This movie is not about Trump. Uh, this movie is, is about the fact that his, you know, he should be in the White House right now, for sure. But it's not about that. It's about the fact that these people cheated and uh, and now we're able to prove that they actually definitively did. So Debbie, uh, 
you're going to have a private screening of the film on Monday, May 2nd, and on Wednesday at 7 p.m. It'll be in select theaters across the country. Uh, I think it's important to note that to get tickets, you know, you're not going to see these in the marquees for any of the theaters. So you would have to go to 2000meals.com, and that is 2000meals.com. And you go to find a theater, you go to your state, and then you can find your theater and get your ticket there. And then you would take your ticket, which yeah. could be either emailed to you or texted to you, and you take that to the theater. Uh, where else? Tell our audience before we go, where else can they actually see the film and why they can't afford to miss 2,000 meals? Well, there's a, a really, I mean, this is kind of a cool idea that Dinesh concocted, but it's it's actually a virtual premiere with a Q&A. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to happen in, in Las Vegas on um, May the 7th. That's a, that's not, that's a week from Saturday. And it's, it's through War Studios. It's like one giant Zoom call. Uh, we can have up to 275,000 people zooming in. And you're going to, I'm going to sing the national anthem. Uh, we're going to have Q&A uh, with, with Dinesh. If there's a few select uh, tickets that you can get purchased to go in person to the actual theater in Las Vegas. Um, that's also on the website. All of that information is in 2000mules.com. And so they can, they can purchase tickets to go live. Uh, and there's only, like I said, there's only like 300 of those. So it's very, very select. Um, but 275,000 people across the country can join us virtually. And uh, so you'll, you'll have a Q&A, you'll, you'll see the entire movie through streaming. Um, and it'll be really cool because you won't see anything like that ever again. That's a one-time thing um, that we're doing. And really depending on how, how well we do in the theaters, because again, we bought these seats. This is not your typical theatrical release like, like we've done in the past. Uh, so we, D'Souza Media purchased these seats and, and we only, we could only purchase 300 throughout the country. So that's, you know, that's a, just a few select theaters here and there. Um, but if they all sell out, we may do it again. Um, so, you know, just be, be on the lookout for that. Um, and you can find all that information on 2000mules.com. Um, and then again, uh, after that, it will be streamed through Salem Now, and it'll also be streamed through Rumble, through Locals, which is, it, this is the first movie in the history of Rumble that will be streamed on Rumble. It's kind of incredible, but we're really, really happy about the, uh, about the, the partnership with Rumble and Locals. You're using platforms so it won't try to censor you as well. That's exactly right. That's why we're doing it, because we know that any other platform would absolutely take us down or like Amazon did last time with Trump card. They actually postponed it until, you know, they were just they were they were telling people that they didn't have the movie when they did, when in fact they did. Uh, the streaming went up later than it was supposed to. I mean, we got all kinds of censorships with that movie. So we were trying to avoid that altogether. And this is why we're using our own platforms. Um, you know, Salem now is part of the um, actually uh, the, the podcast that I produce and Dinesh does is partnered, business partnered with Salem Corporation. And Salem is also a partner in the movie. So we're very excited about, about all of that and, and the fact that we cannot be taken down. I encourage everybody in our audience to go to 2000meals.com and get your tickets. 
don't wait to get your tickets because there's already some theaters across the country that are sold out. So don't wait. Go to 2000mules.com, get your tickets, uh, share with everybody, and hopefully everybody will have a very eye-opening experience. And Debbie, thank you so much for being on our Keep Texas Red podcast. Absolutely. And this, after seeing this movie, it will definitely keep Texas Red. Have a great day. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you, Joseph. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong and they have little pieces and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question and I, I am awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold accusations require bold evidence and they haven't seen it. We have been working on something big. Show me the money. Can we meet? I've been working with Greg Phillips. He has a deep background in election intelligence. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule? Person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes. This is not grandma walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money. And in no shape, in no way, in no time, is that legal. This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. What you're about to see is disturbing. So this is uh, one o'clock in the morning. Don't we all vote at one o'clock in the morning? On one night, this person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. I call it the Mexican mafia, seriously, because uh, they, they work like that. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. It's just sickening to me. Now we come to the most important question of all. Was the magnitude of vote trafficking enough to tip the balance in the 2020 presidential election? It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined Election Day in the United States of America. That's provable. And that's enough for me to fight the left with every fiber in my body. Without free and fair elections, we are not a democracy. We are a criminal cartel masquerading as a democracy. 2,000 Mules. In select theaters, May 2nd and 4th. Virtual premiere, May 7th. Stream, May 8th at Salem Now or Locals. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Keep Texas Red podcast. Follow us on keeptexasred.org.